Welcome back to another episode of Jukes and Hoops. We got the gang in the house. JT and Gio are in the building. Yeah, man, let's get it going, man. We got we, we got a lot of good energy. As Gio like to say, we got a lot of good juju in here right now. A lot of good juju, oh but God. the juju ain't going around too much, especially in the NBA. Chris Stapp's Porzingis done for the year. Question, simple as this. Is the Knicks season over? Was it started? I honestly think they could have made the Thank AC. you. Thank you, JT. Well, if it, if it did start and they had a chance, it's definitely officially a full rebuild, ladies and gentlemen. And the likes of uh, the breakout that Tim Hardaway Jr. has been having at that putrid contract that he has, um, he's going to get shipped. And one of these playoff teams is going to you know, get him. the word shipped. We should... Jalen Rose is absolutely right. Gotta ch- we gotta we gotta retire that word for multiple reasons. The definition <sighs> of shipped. Here we go, Jalen. No, it's actually it makes perfect sense. He's not a slave. I I was gonna say I get it, but you want me? Okay, this is this is a conversation <laughs> for another day. And honestly, I go sit in the studio with Jalen and really kill him because sometimes I think he just likes to talk. Jalen Rose, we respect it. No one will ever forget eighty one. However, with that being said, you were in the league. You did your thing. You're part of the Fab Five. I will say this. Maybe because you're in the NBA, you don't want to admit it. I like sports. I'm entertained by it. Unfortunately, the people doing the entertaining are the people who, yes, are being paid. But a fraction of what do the entertainers, which are the players, make versus everybody above them, whether it be coaches. Some coaches make more. Most of them don't but owners in particular. So let me ask a question to you guys really quick, not to get too much off subject. Are athletes, in particular black athletes, because that's the only ones that you could refer to when you're using the word slave, are they actually slaves? Modern day. I would say no. You don't think so? No, because slaves don't get paid millions. True. They do work for but free. It's a, it's, they get it's, coerced it's, it's like, to do like work, It's like pennies right? on the dollar compared to what I these mean, owners make. It's almost the same. Th- so so almost, JT said it best. It's modern day slavery and whatever we've been learning, especially in the last year, that the idea of slavery and racism and all that thing and all and all those types of things and conversations, yeah, they're just not blatant. They're, they don't look they don't look black and white like they did I back then say in the I'll in, be in, a the, slave in the past. To something I love. If you love playing basketball and you're getting paid millions for it, you're okay. So you'd be you'd be willing. You're like, yeah, I'm what? openly if I, if being I, a slave if to I it. I love the game. I don't consider it slavery. I consider it my craft, and I perfected it that I'm getting paid millions. Unfortunately, yes, I still have a boss who happens to be my GM, manager, head coach. And 99 percent of all owners are white. So yeah, that's, that's the other true. Thing. That's fine. Mike, uh, not Michael Jordan, but he actually is breaking the mold. Magic Johnson, he's shattering the mold. There's other players that want to be in that position, but you have to have a good career first in the NBA. A lot of things, a lot of intangibles. So there's definitely you have to work your way to get to that point, Chris. Yes, basically. that's fine. And you're always have to work. You can't just be given something. You have to work to be in the NBA. You have to. But put at in- some point, those people, the Magics, the Jordans, all were also at one point peons. Yes, they were peons, but they're still playing the game that they love. And I guarantee if you ask them, would you consider that modern-day slavery? They'd be like, they'd say no. That, just that's my point. Why would you say that about yourself? They don't feel that way. That's why Jalen Rose— I don't think oh. that, anybody That's would. why something like that, the word shipped, would bother him. And I agree, actually. It's weird saying it because shipped feels like you're, you're goods. But when everyone speaks on trades and let me use the word that we've all used, free agent acquisitions— we do speak of free agents and players being traded as commodity. That's really what it is. I'll tell you this much. They make it seem like slavery as soon as you have things like this. Have we not seen in the NBA in particular teams trade cash for a player? Happened with Jordan Bell. It happens. Cash for a player. Think about that. Player for player. Picks. Picks aren't even a tangible thing. They're not a they don't exist yet. <laughs> No, they and this is why some people think picks are overrated. I do too. If you can go get a star, you do it. That's why Danny Ainge is the go. You trade the pick. So okay, hey, we want this guy, and you know what? We'll take this guy, even though he's cheeks, but it's an expiring contract for eleven million. So we're just gonna buy it out, and now buy. Uh, you figure out with your family where you guys are gonna live. You don't have a job anymore. So you know, Chris, you were part of a trade, and you were put in there as bait to make the other team accept the trade because no one wants your contract, so they added a pick to it. How would that make you feel? Think about it. 
Well, you should feel that's me, why some players get butt hurt when they I do would, get traded. I would feel it for one, yeah. this team doesn't want me, but okay. this team does want me, so they're willing to trade for my services. And then they say, Oh, by the way, we're buying out your contract. We didn't want you, we just wanted to free up space and we really wanted <clears> the pick they attached to it. So. Now I gotta work on my game so that team wants me. So no at no point in time in that situation you don't feel like you were an object. Not at all. Wow. You have to you can't look this at it. You can't look at it in black and white. You have to realize that times have changed. The NBA has always been the NBA, regardless of race, whoever's running it. It's always been white well, it started off with the white players first and then Yeah, it's always been white dominated for, black for the most said, part. Oh shoot, let's try this sport out and it's been dominated. If it was still an all white sport, this word of shift wouldn't even come up to play. But considering there the fact go. of now African Americans are in it. We, as African-Americans, should realize, okay, maybe that's not the right term. Maybe we can throw in he's been traded, and it's not all that bad because, again, some instances, the Boston Celtics didn't want IT. He was injured. He wasn't, as Gio would say, that was an anomaly year. The Cavs, just, just honestly, they should have it never was, traded it was, him. It, was, it sounds bad. It was good business, right? So it says just business. But now when we're talking about human beings – I mean, would that be weird if someone's like, like, be honest, like we've all watched movies. We've even maybe in real life experienced stuff like this where someone's like, oh, yeah, I did something that morally might have not been OK, but it was just business. You know, the cliche, it's just business, whether it's someone taking somebody's life, whether it's stealing, whether it's anything that someone who has a moral compass would say that was wrong, but it was just business. So when you attach human beings to it. Is it just business when you're actually uprooting someone in their family and saying, sorry, you got to go here for whatever reason they don't like them? Yes. That's why I think Jalen says that. I'm not saying I disagree with him, but Jalen was in the league. He's an African-American, and I know it's crossed his mind. He's thought, was I a slave? The biggest thing he really was trying to implement was that being traded ain't all that bad. Because, again, you're going to a team that don't even want you anymore to a team that actually wants you. Right, that's and what it feels way, like at the time. And by the way, you're still getting your bread. Ain't nothing going to change. You're not going to say, oh, we can't pay you. Everything you're guaranteed Except with that for the team, example I gave you, and you find out, oh, I was just part of something else they really wanted. Well, there are certain, I mean, certain players do know their role. If you're a role player needing traded, Willie Herman Gomez. Okay, let's be realistic. He's the 10th guy on the bench. He might feel that type of way. Yes, you're the 10th man on the bench. You don't play anymore. So your point is... It's easier to not feel that way if you work on your craft and you're a star. If you're a, you're a good, good player, player and you know you're getting, put it this way, if you know your role, for example, if I'm the 10th guy on the bench and I get traded, I'm not going to feel bad because I got traded and I wasn't playing up to the to the standards that that team wanted me to. I need to get better. Unfortunately, in the NBA, not everybody can be a star, right? I mean, Jamal Crawford, how many times has he, has he been traded? Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. He's been traded so many times. He doesn't look at it that way. He looks at it, hey. You don't this, know, though. Maybe I don't. Do you know? But what if I'm he spe- said he feels that way? You if he never, feels it might that way, then wow, he's still playing this game. I mean, goodness, that money must mean a lot then, if that's the case. Because I feel some athletes would be would say, you know, maybe it's not all that serious. Maybe I can just retire. I've made enough money. I mean, there are players that walk away from the game. Unfortunately, they have to walk away from the game for multiple reasons. Nate Robinson's a guy, for example. He's just not tall enough, and he has attitude problems, and nobody wants to deal with that. So did they really want to pay him $10 million a year? That's why he's been traded so many times because they didn't get along with coaches. He's a, he's a firecracker. He can get hot, and then he can be really cold. Jamal Crawford's been the same guy forever. He's played, I think, I can't even name all the teams he's played on. Atlanta. He's yeah, played, I he, thought about it. He's, he's been, been everywhere, he's and been he does the same thing. He gives it all. Out. He's the sixth man of the year. He's, he's won that award multiple times. So even for him, I think he realizes – well, this team just doesn't want me anymore for whatever reason. But this team is willing to take me what I have right now, my 12 points per game, whatever the case may be, they were willing to take me. Cool. And he lives with it and he moves on. I don't know how his family situation is, how his kids react, because they're talking about today with Lou Will. The reason why he might have signed that contract, he's tired of traveling. He's been around the league too. And he's 31. He was saying his kids got on – the Lakers uniform that he had when he played with the Lakers. He's like, I don't the kid, my kids don't even know which team I'm gonna play for. That's what I'm saying. So These are human beings. In that regard, he said, let me just take this money and stay for three years for 24 mil, even though people said he got jibbed. Very which much so. He could have, but then you gotta remember, there's also a bunch of other free agents. He's at the bottom of that free agency list. You got Paul George, he's up there. You got LeBron James, he's up there. Lou Williams is down here. 
So even if he does go into free agency, there's no guarantee that he might get more than $40 million. That's nope. more than 24, though. It is more. But the he, funny part is there would have been teams that would have been willing to overpay if that's how it was seen, Yeah, though. there would have been. Because Lou, Lou Will's playing. But this won't be like, well, he's 31. This is an anomaly. Because he's been solid. I've always liked he's him. He's always been But you good. know who he reminds me of? It's so funny. Jamal Crawford, maybe? Just shorter? No, he literally is. There's another man with Williams. Mo Williams. Oh. And he did it for the cat. Like, Mo Williams used to bounce around, and you're like, all right, on any given night, he might just give you 30 randomly. Wide right. open, splash, splash. They splash. remind me of each other. So, and did Mo Williams ever get a big contract? Even though year in and year out, you're like, "Whoa, he's nice off the yeah. bench." So that that's, I think he looked at it and said, "Okay, Clippers really want me. They're using me right. I'm comfortable here. It's L.A." It's, and what, what's wrong with that? And he getting paid twenty four. I'm not mad about that. I would have taken. I think a lot be. of people would have taken that deal. Could he have done the free agency move? Yes, but I don't think he would have gotten as much money. He probably would have got maybe fifty mil. I mean, I think the year was last year when you want to get your bread. I mean, Tim Hardaway. I mean, not Tim Hardaway. <laughs> we just talked about him. He did get his bread. He got his bread. Evan Turner got his bread. Alan Crabb got his bread. I mean, uh, Otto Porter yeah, I was Jr. Saying Otto Porter, yeah. He got his bread. I mean, I think that time is gone now, and now it's back to the to the all-stars, well, to the superstars, the Paul Georges. Those guys can get their bread. Yeah, it was cool when you saw those guys scratching their head going, hang on, Otto Porter got how much money? Okay, Otto Porter averaged nine points per game last season. And they're paying him how much now? So I think Lou Will is right there. But I think he made a really good decision staying with the Clippers because now he's the second guy on the team. And that looks good because now you got two guys under contract, guaranteed. You got Gallinari and you got Lou Will. Yeah, the Clippers can be. Gallo can stay healthy, he's not. I know, right? The biggest, Bro. That's the biggest if ever. And it sucks when you're a big guy like that. It's hard to stay healthy. Hard to stay healthy, but my bad. Enough with that. Man. <clears throat> fly, Eagles fly. I believe two out of three of us picked the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Chris was went with Tom Brady, who cannot catch a football. So Bro, he showed those sixth-round hands. <laughs> really, though. <laughs> what did you guys think about the game? Was I, it, I did 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 it feel like a Super Bowl or was it just oh, like a Sunday night NBC game? This was a Super Bowl. This is what everything. I couldn't imagine it going down that way. It was perfect. I didn't think Nick Foles had it in him, but my God. <laughs> what did you think, Gio? I I liked. In the end, it's sick. The the ending of it played into the narrative of how the past, if I'm not mistaken, four or five Super Bowls, basically since Seattle blew out the Broncos. Every game has been decided in the fourth quarter, guaranteed, and it's been close, right? So for ratings, it's good. For us, especially when Brady loses, we like it. But for literally the the way the game was played, someone who's a football peers, that was probably one of the ugliest, foot, not Super Bowls, football games I've ever seen. Yes. Again, I'm a, de- I'm, I didn't I'm like a defense it. person. It felt, like, it felt like a Sunday night football game to me. Like It didn't feel like Super Bowl until and, the fourth and, quarter. And week, and, week, and week 15 when... Teams have already won their respective divisions. I got something for you. I watched the game, obviously, as I'm sure you guys did. You could tell one of the things that you noticed was it was pure offense. Yes. Did you know that even me watching it, I didn't realize till after when, you know, all the stats come out and then Twitter goes nuts. Total yards. There's, there's, I'm going to tell you this right now. There's no way me, as someone who loves the game of football, that you throw for that many yards, you don't punt, and you throw no picks. They, what did they punt? They one punt time? Once. Yeah, one punt. Who did? The Eagles punted. Eagles no, punt I'm talking about the Patriots. All that, you, sorry, you sorry, said, I didn't say it. I, oh. I, I was going to fit. So Tom Brady threw for a 505, 500-something. 505, I believe. No picks, three touchdowns. And an L. New England didn't punt and an L. Right now, if someone right now told me that happened, what do you think I'm saying? I'm going. I, first thing I ask, who's the D coordinator? The D coordinator for New England, we know. Matt Patricia. Technically, it's Bill Belichick. True. You're telling me a Bill Belichick defense happened? Now, I'm going to let one of you guys take this away. This is how this proves right for what JT thinks. And I understand what he's saying where it felt like a random Sunday night game. When the biggest storyline isn't even that Tom Brady lost and he didn't get six, because let's be honest, I think most of the nation was sick of them winning. It wasn't the fact that Nick Foles, the backup, went off and proved everyone, no, I'm good. Is he a franchise quarterback? Probably not, but he had a nice three-game stretch. That's amazing, but 
people are like, New England's defense was trash. Could anybody have done that? It makes you wonder. Could anybody have beat him? Well, no, now Doug Peterson solidified himself as a real play caller under the Andy Reid tree. So there's all these storylines, right? Guess what the biggest storyline was? Malcolm, Malcolm Butler. Why didn't he play? <clears throat> let me ask you guys really quick, and I'll let one of you guys take it away in depth on how much effect that would have had. Do you guys do you guys believe? So Malcolm Butler came out and said it had nothing to do with, like, it wasn't a disciplinary thing. Do you guys truthfully believe what Bill Belichick said that Malcolm did not play a defensive snap. He played special teams. You didn't play a defense. Because from a person who played 97% of your defensive snaps throughout the entirety stupid, of the season. Stupid, that's unheard of. To not playing a single defensive snap in the biggest game of the it's year. unheard of. You know what the biggest difference is from your number one corner to your number two corner? <sighs> Think about it. They went from their number one corner to their number Eric three Rowe corner. Eric Rowe to go to the outside, and he's nice. But again, here's the other thing for, you, for those of you that don't understand. Playing... Inside as the nickel corner is completely different than on the boundary. Totally different route concepts that you're expecting. Oh and everything. my! Think different things you're watching. Like your eyes are. It's completely different. So that changes. Then the guy that they have to slot in. I don't even. How's Aiden this? Mosey. There you go. I didn't even know who the guy was. I had to read it. I can't pronounce his name. Thank you, JT. Exactly. Who is he? Like you wonder why they got torched. Now, do you guys think Malcolm Butler would have made the difference of? He would have made the difference of them not throwing that. I mean, Nick Foles didn't go for four or five hundred, but he went for three eighty something, and they threw all over him. Do you think he would have made a difference to where New England could have won? What do you think, Chris? Well, do you think that one him playing where he normally does for ninety seven percent of the snaps? Let's say, do you think it would have made a difference? I think he would have, but would have changed the outcome of the game is the bigger question because he could have played. Doesn't matter. I mean. He played against the Seahawks, and he made one big play. The chance of him making that one big play in this game, I mean, they're probably astronomical. <laughs> they still have to make a play. Granted, yes, 97% of the snaps he played the whole regular season, I get that. He knows the defense. He knows mm-hmm. he plays well with his teammates. He's probably studied a whole bunch preparing for this game. I don't even know when he actually found out that he wasn't going to play. I'm pretty right before sure. the national anthem. Okay, so he found at, out. At least that's what Eric Rowe, Eric Rowe came out and said he found out right before they came out. So in that regard, one, he's thinking, well, I'm really not going to get in this game. Part of him's probably saying, nah, I'm going to get in there eventually. They're yeah, because I'm pretty sure they weren't like, you're not playing defense. They probably was, were just like, you're not starting. Yeah, because he was a gunner. If anything, He was the gunner a few yeah, times. Yeah, he, he was on special teams. So for him to be on the field, would he have changed the game? We don't know. His resume says yes. He would have made a play. But the way Nick Foles is playing. Might not even matter. I, I don't know. People say, oh, Malcolm Butler, he picked off the Seahawks. People did, like him. I thought he was overrated from what, jump. What did he do up to that point when that interception get the Seahawks? I'll wait. I'll, I'll say this. After, after further review, he had a very, very good in that same drive, even though it didn't matter because we still got down. <laughs> to my point. So even a good play doesn't matter. It was like a second or third down when we're driving, two minutes left. And he made a very nice pass deflection, uh, I believe, it was to Jermaine Curse, And he deflected. Really good play. Broke on the ball. It was nice, right? Yep. Now, if they ended up, we end up turning over on downs, game over, that play would have been like, whoa, that was a big play. Exactly. But that's not what happened. No. But then he came back and makes a bigger Another play. One. Yes. So, yes, I, it's funny you say that, Chris, because this is my whole thing with corners. I still think after quarterback, it's the hardest position in football. With that being said... The big, the most important thing, what you want out of corners is why the guys that get paid the top, what do they do? They make plays on the ball, and even better, bonus, they give you more possessions. So ball hawks like my guy Marcus Peters, those guys don't grow on trees. Is he honestly a better cover corner than even 10 other guys in the league? Some would say no. Probably I don't think not. he is. Matter of fact, he might... The shifty receivers, like, for example, Antonio Browns of the world, he's getting, like, I'm throwing. People used to throw to Marcus Peters on purpose, depending on what the formation was. And they talk about all the time when the Chiefs play. But what is it that he does best? He jumps routes, and if you're smart and you use that against him, you can torch him. Double moves. But if you don't, you pay. So those are the kind of guys that you like. Is Malcolm Butler one of those? I've never seen him as a ball hawk. I've never seen him as someone who really has very, very good cover skills. I think he studies a lot. You come from West Alabama, and Bill Belichick trusted you in the first place to even put you in that position two years ago. 
and he's held the starting job since. He, I think he studies a lot, a la Richard Sherman. He doesn't have the physical gifts that other corners have. He's not a ball hawk. I think he has pretty good feet. So so think about it. For a corner, it's technique, and it's your mind, and it's studying the game. Those guys that are athletic freaks, like your Dion's of the world, those guys, those are guys that get gold jackets. And that's to the point when he said, I guess they stopped believing in me. Back to your point about him not having those attributes. I mean, you look on that Eagles roster, okay, Nelson Aguilar, you about 6'3", 4'4", 4'5". Okay. Torrey Smith, you about 6'3", 4'4", 4'3". Who am I missing? Alshon Jeffrey, huge pickup for them. Wow. Yeah, six, That's a six, steal. He's like 6'4". He's he, like 4'7", four, 4'6", four, range, but still. He's not 4'7". He's probably 4'5", four, 4'6". Four, pretty sure. Think so? He looks yes, slow. he looks slow, but he he got some wheels on him. Don't fall into JT talking about... Yeah, he ran off. Who who did he say? J, JD said last week. He was week, holding around 4-6, 4-7. No, no. You said Danny Amendola. Yeah, Danny Amendola. Ran off 4-8 or something crazy. I said 4-6, four, 4-7, four, Chris. Man, you, that's how crazy you sounded, yes. But anyway, with Malcolm Butler. He's yes. not getting a gold jacket, therefore it wasn't wildly crazy. <laughs> how about this? Malcolm Butler would have changed. Way. I think he would have changed the outcome of the game because as a player who is so – Cerebral and within that defense, everything in defense is about communication on the back end. So, are there calls and checks that could have been made from Malcolm Butler that Eric, that didn't come from Eric Rowe? Yeah, that's possible. Is Nick Foles throwing those those same balls to Malcolm Butler's side as he was doing to Eric Rowe? Probably not. If Malcolm Butler's in the game, so is he throwing that touchdown catch in the back of the end zone to Alshon Jeffrey if Malcolm Butler's playing? Who knows? Possibly not, because Malcolm Butler is a gambler. Is a gambler, as we saw, a la Seahawks Super Bowl. He's a gambler in what was it this year's uh, Pittsburgh game, but he ended up giving up a big play. So with a gambler like that, yeah, you say you can use those against that corner, but at the same time, it's like okay, he like I can throw a back shoulder, but he might be thinking back shoulder and he might be aggressive and play it like that and it's a pick six the other way. Let me ask you guys this because you guys played more football than I did. And height is two inches a big deal in football. Two yes. inches. Yes? Of course. Yes. Okay. It is in bas- it's two okay. inches Perfect. matters in any so sport. So the fact that I mentioned how tall those receivers were, so I think Nelson Aguilar, he's about six three. Alshon Jeffrey, I think he's probably about six. They're all six two plus. They're all six two plus. Guess how tall Malcolm Butler is. What is he, 5'10", 5'11"? Okay, guess how tall Eric Rowe is. What is he, 6'1"? There's another issue. You guys just told me two inches in football is a huge difference. Fun, funny you say that. Chris, funny, from, no, let me, let me say this real quick. From a guy who is 5'8 on a good day, height matters. But at the same time, you can use your height to your advantage. And that's, I think, what maybe Belichick in his head, because Belichick usually makes those decisions. And he lives with them. If they won the Super Bowl, what you're would... saying, Chris, isn't far fetched. And something tells remember Belichick geniuses. Yeah, they can't get out their own way sometimes. And this I think, was an example. Of I it. think this was. I think he outsmarted himself. And I think he looked at it and said, Malcolm Butler, K. And you guys just told me height is a huge advantage. Offense, defense, whatever you want to call it. We get that the Eagles are stacked and tall. Okay, check. Malcolm Butler. Oh, okay. He is about two inches shorter. I do have this Eric Rowe guy. He's familiar with our defense. He's played in it. He hasn't started much. He hasn't started at all, really. The biggest game of the year. We're rolling with you, young guy. And and okay. And also, if I'm if what Bill Belichick should have been thinking, okay, I went and got Eric Rowe from the Eagles. These guys went up against him in practice fairly, you know, almost every day. Yeah, familiarity. Nick Foles knows how to fit the balls in against him because he went up against him every day. I'm rolling with my guy, Malcolm Butler. He's somebody who's, like Gio said, studies the game, and he's able to adjust based on somebody's height or speed. And he's in the he's, he's in that position every week on the outside going against the other team's number one or number two receiver, and height hasn't been an issue for him all year because obviously he's played 97% of the snaps, so why make it an issue now? But he hasn't played against the Eagles all year. Yeah, he but played nobody has. Most he of the top Julio corners are under and six Julio foot. And Julio barbecued him for the most part. Did he? Yeah. How many How many catches did Julio have in that game? I don't know off top, but I'm guaranteeing it's probably nine. Nine or ten catches for 100 yards. That's what but, I would guess. But here's, here, but here's my thing, though. If someone said who's their best corner, 
everybody in the NFL is going to say Malcolm Butler. And I think you're right. He outsmarted himself. Let's I don't talk know why about he did the man that. who actually who who was matched up against Alshon Jeffrey for most in the of the game. Half. What people don't really realize who they were picking on in the first half. And I wonder if that would have happened if, like JT said, it's also a respect thing if Malcolm was on him. They were picking on Stephon Gilmore every single time. Now, Alshon Jeffrey dropped a few, and then the one where he almost went up and got it one-handed and it bobbled and Stephon Gilmore picked it off. And he's about, what, six feet? So He's, he's the at- same thing. He's six foot six one long also. Okay. He's more of a physical corner. I really liked him. I Again, someone they robbed once again. I don't know why people keep doing business with the Patriots because I believe they traded for him from the Bills. Yeah. So – What's your so you got Eric Rowe, Stephon Gilmore, six one, and six the other feet. guy? I get it. Here's my whole thing: if you were matching up size wise, I know this. Like he said, Malcolm Butler's more of a gambler. I I'll take Malcolm Butler's technique over Gilmore's. I'll take Malcolm Butler's mentality and cerebral over a Stephon Gilmore's. He's perfect for guarding. Aguilar, for instance, all day. Or maybe helping or if, if whatever it is, whatever they come out in, if he has to come over and switch inside and help with Clements out the backfield or help double Ertz on third downs like supposedly was their game plan, I just think it's really funny because there were too many times. How's this? How many fourth down conversion, third down conversions that were five yards and plus did they convert? It was stupid. They even said before the game, Bill Belichick likes to double people Tight ends or big play guys, chain movers. I'm, they I'm, did it to Zach Ertz for literally the first half. Alshon Jeffrey got jiggy. Do you notice what they did? They needed to help with him. They took Alshon Jeffrey out for most of the second half. And who got jiggy in the second half? Clements out the backfield. Nelson Aguilar. So not only did they did they make like a slight adjustment, which usually they're good at, the Eagles went ahead and said, hey, we have an abundance of weapons. We're going to just spread it out. Cool, you're going to take this away. So to JT's point, the only reason why I think that it would have made, I don't know if it would change the outcome, the only reason why I think it's all the little things, those fourth downs, you don't convert, turnover, momentum, you don't go and score. Uh, you get more yards, you, the, the um, I guess, pos- possession, time of possession, and, and f- a small field, all that comes into play, all the yards that were put up. You don't get as many yards as Malcolm Butler's in there because you don't have to do certain things because he's not there. If Malcolm was in there, I don't think they would have helped ha- helped him bracketed with him. I don't think they would have had to have him move inside and help with Zach Ertz. They would have been like, look, we want you to stick on Alshon. He doesn't get jiggy the whole game. Can you do that? Perfect. They throw it up, time the ball, go up, jump, bat it away. Back to your point about fourth downs. That goes back they to got the, jiggy. That goes back to Zach Ertz all day. What goes, were they 12 of 18 on third and fourth down? But I'm looking at it. At, I'm, I'm looking at it at this picture. So when Seahawks ran that play, no one knew that New England had been waiting, had been practicing. Malcolm watching Butler that play. literally said it. Malcolm <laughs> Butler, he came out. I saw the formation. I knew what it, I he's, knew what it was going to be. He said when he comes back, it's a quick drop. He said when he comes back, two steps and he plants. He plants his right foot down, and he doesn't take another step. He's throwing. It's obviously a quick slant. So that's one play, right? So in the Super Bowl, we saw saw on fourth and one, they run that trick play. What's to say Malcolm Butler knew that play is on the sideline screaming at one of the corners, Rowe, Gilmore, they're running it. What's to say that he already knew that trick play? And he makes a play. Communication. Or, or even better, Communication. if anyone looks at that play, Gilmore gets completely pushed out. What they ran on the backside was a slant. Run a backside slant, it's obvious. Let's say it wasn't a trick play. You should already be thinking that. Wide side of the field. Did you notice where Gilmore was? Why were you that far off? And how did you get... Like, obviously, he runs into his body, and he's tied on him. It's a slant. Malcolm Butler, we know what his tendency is. He would have cut the slant off. And if he's cutting in front of the slant, as soon as that ball's up in the air, he has an angle on Nick Foles because he's already in front. Gilmore's behind the slant. If he threw the slant, it would have been a touchdown. That's what's funny. He could have thrown the slant. Touchdown to Zach Ertz? No. On the back, uh, was it Zach Ertz? Whoever was on the backside and ran the backside slant, that cleared out. The touchdown out. where he dove in? No, 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 no. The trick play to Oh, the trick play to Foles. Oh, the trick play, okay. he, It cleared out the corner over there, yeah. Gilmore, that slant. 
if Malcolm Butler was there, okay, he if they threw the slant, he would have been there and done what he did to Seattle. Maybe we're just guessing. Maybe. This That's is all his tendencies, and again, cerebral. And even if he plays it right, he's in a better position to make a tackle instead of Nick Foles catching it and literally, oh hey. Maybe Nick Foles Touchdown. even drops it, knowing that there's someone there. Yeah. But speaking of touchdowns, I think OKC has officially touched down. They showed a lot. If you guys watched the game, which I'm hoping a lot of you did, it was a great basketball game. Gio was like, oh, I don't, there's nothing there. The what, thing is. What was great about it? From the first three minutes, I already knew what it was going to be. Well, actually, I take it back. It's funny because I, people the Warriors will, always have a chance. People <laughs> will ridicule LeBron for being gassed. And then Steve Kerr, guys, they're gassed. I'm thinking, yo, that is hilarious. No, that's what I'm saying, Chris. You heard Steve Kerr straight up say, but the scary we're fried. thing is, Houston is actually right now better than the Warriors at this point in time. Now, granted, it's once a long again, season. Once again, you're crazy. I I honestly don't think so, Chris. This What's the Warriors bench? No looking team. Like? No team. Okay, let me put it this the way: the Warriors bench is trash. No, no, no. This season? No, no. no. Worse it's been. Listen, f- true. But here's what's funny, though. When it comes down to a seven-game series. And that's my point. You didn't let me finish. That bench is very seasoned, and those guys know the rules. Well, who's very seasoned? Because they let go of a lot of pieces. Okay, Livingston's seasoned. That's one. Iggy's and he's seasoned. Playing. David West Woo! is seasoned. David so you, West is seasoned. Okay. I you would named all, Iggy. Iggy has had his worst season so far. He hasn't played good yet. doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. We're Actually, talking about how matter. seasoned and veterans I think that it they does have. matter. Okay, the only person that I think would get into the playoffs and be a deer in the headlights is maybe McAdoo. Okay, well, Patrick like McCall. Him. Patrick McCall got more run than anybody off the bench but last year. But you guys year. were high on him, and you guys saw it before because you guys knew how good he's, he was. He's playing nice. He's playing he's very not, good. He's not playing. To my point, he's not cheap. He's not even playing well. So the fact that you think he's, he's just, been hurt also—that's not. I mean, I'm not saying. That's the reason why he's not playing well. The your, fact your is, point of their bench being not, cheeks is, is irrelevant because of this. The only bench in the entire NBA that was supposed to match them is actually one of the worst we found out, and I was right about that. The Cavs, <laughs> which we'll get into in a little bit. With that being said, you can go ahead and say that their bench is worse than it's been in the last few it years. It is. It's still better than and 90% we'll of the league. We'll put it like this. And I'm when worried. you're able to stagger the big four, you, Did you, technically don't, with the bench? you technically don't need a good bench. Did you notice what the offense is? Clay runs around <clears throat> off screens, and he shoots. If it's not there, what does Clay do? Distribute in the post off the slip to David West or Sean Livingston. It's classic. And guess what's funny, Chris? I watch. I'm not even a player. I don't have scouting reports every day, and I know that. I'm not saying anybody stop it. When you can have Clay and KD on the on the bench with Steph and Draymond on the floor, and then go to your bench. Bro, like your bench doesn't really need to be that stacked. There was they, no energy, they, bro. They, they they might go eight deep, Chris. My thing if is, if they want to go nine, if ten really deep, that's to. when they want to get into my the swaggy peas. My, my, my only off. thing is this: Houston Rockets are a good basketball team. I don't care. They are. Are they going to beat the Warriors? They're in way better games? than last year. Probably not. They're a problem. But it'll be not four games. It will not be a cakewalk this season like it was. They won't go fifteen and one in the NBA to the to win the finals. That's just not going to happen. They're going to have their share, and if they don't get it together. With their bench and as a collective unit, they could actually go home, and that would be crazy. So you, so you think I'm worried don't, about? Them. Don't look at last night because again, that was their cast. And to be honest nuggets, with you, I know I get on LeBron, so I'm going to be fair here. Gassed or not, you could tell Draymond why Draymond honestly got ejected was because he was frustrated. Not so much with the refs; he was more frustrated with his and team. That's another thing. He's the only one who gives effort like that night in night out. Clay so passive, you could, he acts like he doesn't care. Steph and KD, what do they do every time? You know they already don't care. Third quarter rolls around, and when they're on the bench, they're literally sitting there making jokes, laughing. Oh, you think? Cut you off, by the way. It's 136, 136. <laughs> Minnesota and Cavs. Cavs are they, are they going into a second overtime? or is There's, there's a minute one? 30 left. <sighs> Jimmy we'll, Butler with 35. We'll, we'll segue to that after I say this. And I'm, and I'm going to honestly, we'll just, because literally, really what we want to ask is this. So you already said that. If they play the way they did last night, obviously they'll go home. But realistically, let's say they're not fried, they're fresh. At post-All-Star break, they go off, and in the last remaining, how many games is there? Like 30. 20, 30? Mm-hmm. 30 games, they, they win 22, 23 of them. Let me ask you realistically, do you think any team, them at their peak, I'll even keep the bench how it is, how they're playing, mediocre at best. 
you think there's any team out there that will beat them four times in a week? I think Houston can. With what do the you addition think, of Chris Paul, um, Most likely, no. With the addition of Chris Paul and the way their bench is playing and how they're defensively and how Clint Capella, wow, he makes Zaza Pachulia. He makes all the— he, He's going to be the X factor. They're going to have problems inside. Duh. And at this point, if Houston can continue the same competitive nature and Chris Paul can be the leader— the point guard and let James Harden do what he does. Let Ryan Anderson spot up and shoot threes. Eric Gordon come off the bench, give you 15 and 10, 10, not 15 assists or anything, 15, maybe 10 points, whatever the case may be. I think they can win four games against the Warriors. Will it be very hard to do? Of course. You're playing up against four superstars. You got <laughs> KD, and arguably the best player in the NBA. And the rotations are ridiculous. You got Steph Curry, top five player in the NBA. You got Klay Thompson, arguably a top 10 player. You got Draymond Green, all-time hustle player in the NBA, gets ejected. The biggest thing, though, is the officials. If it comes down to officiating, I'll tell you who's going to lose that game. It's the Golden State Warriors. They've already built up built up enough dis, just distaste for officials yeah, that if it dumb. does come down to that, it's going to be bad. I'm going to hear, I'm gonna hear this from Gio. The only reason why Houston won is because the officials threw it away. That's going to be the headline. The officials cause okay, cause the Warriors to take that. They're gonna L. they're gonna they're gonna cost them one or two games in the playoffs. I don't know. That's if already cost guaranteed. Them, I don't, oh. One or two games. That's even scarier. The fact that two one or two games already gonna and, be on the officials. And I was and I was gonna say that's already basically you're handicapping yourself one or two games. But guess what, Chris? You take the good with the bad. Unless which we've seen <coughs> in multiple years. Steve Kerr can't unless someone can control Draymond. No, it's not. And even. it's spilling over. It's spilling over to KD. KD's yeah, a bad boy. All that, of a sudden, that's KD. David David Draymond, West. We know doesn't play. I'm fine with Dre, I'm Sean, fine with Sean, Draymond. Sean Livingston made contact with the ref this year. That's no, another the ref one. made contact with Sean Livingston. He did. Let's, let's switch that narrative. Fact right of the matter now. is though, Livingston's not really like that. And even for the Thank first you. time ever, I've seen Clay yap at refs this year. So my whole thing is. <clears throat> Don't let it be that serious. Refs don't have patience for Golden State, basically. They don't have any patience. And if it gets down to that, they might be out in six. Well, we know that it cost them one championship, and I don't want to jinx them, but... See? And you say that. It cost them one championship already. It really did. And now they have KD, who's acting Draymond-ish. You don't know if Sean Livingston can keep his cool now. Steph Curry, he's still fired up. (laughs) He might... I'm just saying, right now the Warriors are are not high on that list for officials. They're at the bottom. And if they regardless, t- their talent can you, they okay, can they I'm can telling you win. headline. <laughs> the only reason why remember they I won. said can anyone win four? The refs can they can get handicapped two wins. That's can not, you win? You have to two play more? perfect to beat think Golden two, State. You have to play perfect. Can any team play perfect for two games? I don't think Houston has played perfect every time they've You won. want to know the best game now again. OKC is naturally televised pretty much especially more this year because of their big three. Every OKC game I've watched this year, you want to know the best they've ever played on both sides of the ball? Probably against Last Cleveland. Night. Last night. I would say maybe against Cleveland. No, because guess what? They put up 148. We knew, <laughs> no, Anyone can put up 150 on Cleveland at this point. How much did they give up, though? Let me tell you something. I'm over here like, okay, when are you guys going to start making threes and coming back? Biggest story last night, they ran them off the three-point line. They had a game plan in place. And I think it opened everyone's eyes that OKC defensively is very good. Don't let them get Marcus Smart. I'm gonna say that right now. Don't it's let right. a trade go through with Marcus Smart because they're de- that, definitely and there's they a reason definitely have a chance to beat the. There's Warriors. a reason they're trying to do it. I bet no one knew this. They lead in steals, points off turnovers, oh, turnovers, right. all that. First, yep. So, so arguably, in terms of when you call when if I call if I put in the category of team defense, hustle plays, deflection, stuff like that. They're the best in the league. And That's what, scary. And what's crazy? Do they even need Melo? If they're smart, if they're smart, they get rid of Melo and get a package with maybe a pick. I said something and get crazy. a top defender and a three point shooter. I said they should trade Carmelo Anthony for Aaron Gordon. Straight up. I don't know. That's actually close. The fact I'm thinking about it would be a coin flip. Why not? I mean, what do you have to lose? Aaron I, Gordon's not going to demand the ball and have to play but, ISO. What I would say for Melo, he'll give you everything. I say you keep Melo. You just got to stay healthy. Yo, I would say keep. This is hypothetical. I would oh, say yeah, keep yeah. Melo. He can still knock down the shots. But what I saw last night, I forgot Melo got hurt. 
I get it. OKC was rolling, so it wasn't. Yeah, as it if, wouldn't matter. It they they might. They might have honestly. They could have played five guys. They could have played their whole starting five with uh, what's with what Jerron or Jerron Grant, Jerry yeah. Grant out there. Yeah, at just five, no one gets arrested. Yeah. They might have still beat the. So Warriors. that just yeah. came into my mind, but I did mention that to Hoops and Brews, and they thought I was crazy. They're like, who, why would Orlando want Melo? Why not? They're about to. They're trying to tank anyway. They're, they're trying to trade away Aaron Gordon. Go ahead and get a aging superstar who low key just wants to have his own team. Granted, he did go to OKC to and win OKC's a championship. Throwing some picks too. Maybe not because I did it on the I did it on the the trade ESPN trade yeah, the went through trade thing. It didn't improve any wins or anything. Of course, Orlando went up a little. No, I think Orlando went down because with his PER, that's how it's based. That's I'm what I'm pretty saying. Sure Orlando Aaron went Gordon, down. To me, I take Aaron Gordon over Melo. He does more. I don't right. know about it's, t- it's tough, but I I did I did float that out there because I thought, I mean, what's wrong with that trade? Okay, Orlando, what are they doing? They're the second worst NBA team, right behind Atlanta. Who I said would be the worst team in the NBA? You can't name their starting five. Case closed. Outs. I can I can I can I can honestly name a worse team than Orlando right now, hands down. You can what you say? I I can name a worse team than Orlando starting five. Hands no no down. no, I'm saying Atlanta Hawks starting five outside of Schroeder, and Kent Bazemore. Honestly, at this point, Cleveland's starting five is worse than all of them. All right. <laughs> Go Orla- ahead, Gio. Or- Orlando, funny you say that, was down 21 points and a man <laughs> named Jonathan Simmons coming out of the career Greg, out of the Greg Popovich machine fin- finally popped off for something that they've been waiting for, which is why Orlando paid him. I'm just gonna throw this out there and then I'm and then I'm and I'm gonna leave it. I, I really just wanted to mention this, okay? I don't care how ugly and dysfunctional the locker room is at this point. Man, I wish John were here. Considering he's the GOAT to some people, but as of right now, for sure, he's the best player on the planet. There's no excuse, Chris. I don't. Care. I know it's a team sport. There's no way that you're up 21, lose the game by double digits, but worse, you score nine points. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, an NBA team with the best player on the planet scored nine points in the fourth quarter. So so your concerns for Golden State, I'll tell you this. This is my question that I'll pose to you two. JT, I'll ask you first. Is there any possible move as we, as the, as the, as the night grows weary and the hours are whittling down for the, trade deadline is there anything the Cavs can honestly do forget the finals at this point they're not beating the Warriors they Warriors have a better chance of losing to like you said someone out west do they have a chance oh this feels so good to say to 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 get past Boston what do they need to do to get past Boston because Boston's defense is that good that Cavs have been just outscoring people but Boston might even put up 130 on them Every game. Is there anything they can do? What would be, realistically, in your head, what would be like a trade or a move they'd have to do? Or would you just say it's a lost cause for and they Kyrie. should sell everyone? Flip the trade back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, Dan, and, then, and then have to drug Danny Ainge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> IT for Kyrie. Hey, by the way, did, Danny, did, did this solidify Danny Ainge as, G, as executive of the year? Like at this point? Of the decade, honestly. <laughs> he's <laughs> He might go down all time, bro. He's like... <laughs> Like, like, is he a, is he a bigger like shyster than Bill Belichick? Like, come on, bro. Is Jason, bro? Markel Fultz is over there. Markel Fultz is over there, bro. Just hung up in the closet, bro, with the hanger on him. Just hung up in the closet. You put him in the back. He's he's the fit you never wear. He's in the back <laughs> for Philly, and you got Jason Tatum, who's really like rookie of the year candidate. So so he said, here here Sixers, you guys can have this. We think Jason Tatum, which they actually came out and said they graded him higher anyways. We like him better. We're not going to need Markel anyways. We don't want to pair him and Kyrie up. We're going to have Jason Tatum, who's long, and we think he can be a defensive player, which they've turned him into that. And we're going to go ahead and give you guys our miniature point guard who had an anomaly year, who's coming off of hip injury, injury, and he's 28-29. Like I told you, I don't care what anyone thought. I don't care what he scored last year. Until IT did that multiple years, I would have never gave him. Hold on. I would have traded a nice young role player or something. I would have never gave him your sidekick. I would have never gave 
him the only reason Cleveland has a championship. That's a fact. I don't care what LeBron did. It took both of them going for 42 games. People forget that. Two games. Draymond being out doesn't matter. Kyrie and LeBron had to both go for 40 for them to win. I will never forget that. That big shot to end it, game seven, who shot it? Did you notice game time clutch situations now? Who takes the shots? LeBron does sometimes. Now he kicks it out to Kevin Love for three, or he tries and to find no Kevin Love after he doesn't have any rhythm, right? K Love's out now, so now who has to take the clutch shot? LeBron. Uh, analytics will tell you he's not very good in the clutch. That's a fact. Kyrie was. It's showing. Is Kyrie that bad on defense? He's not as bad as people thought. Is IT worst? Oh, by the way, he is actually, analytics tell you, IT, in the last 25 years, <laughs> is the worst defensive rated player in 25 years. Dang, he Pretty beat much. Nate. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave it on that. You think they, no, be honest, bro. Like, say something realistic. I actually want to know. That's why this is funny to me. Don't say Kyrie for IT. That won't happen. Like, what would they need right now? Realistically, if you're like, they have a chance. Realistically, <laughs> I think the best shot of them even getting past Boston in the playoffs, or sh- shoot, in my opinion, making it to the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. IT has to go to the bench. I'm going to put it like that. Just, IT has to go to the bench. Anybody? Just put Jose Calderon back in, but I have other. I can. IT goes to the bench, they get do. DeAndre. At least they come out the east, they get DeAndre. They're not beating the Warriors with DeAndre. That's unfortunate. But And that's the sick part. I keep seeing these, and at first I was like, that doesn't sound like a move. That doesn't do anything for you, but it does. Bro, literally, once you get past the defender on the perimeter for the Cavs, it's buckets to the layup. Every the time. Layup, every time. So that's why Tristan, that's Tr- being Tristan, thrown out. for some reason, he got the Kardashian juice all over him. <sighs> it's real. It's it's a I real mean, Kardashian curse. The Kardashian juice. I mean, the hey, Kardashian curse he got with pregnant, the K. So he got the juice on him. So pretty much, he's a he's a non-defensive factor. The defense that he showed in the finals that they won against Golden State has gone away. That was an anomaly. I mean, what it was is when you don't have, have a Draymond we don't have a rim protector. It's blow by. I'm about to blow by these guys who don't play defense, and I'm about to get to the bucket. When <laughs> you play, when you big. play Detroit Pistons, and their whole starting five has 20 plus points. <laughs> Damn, that's honestly. What okay, I no, hear. no, no, no. Who? One player didn't have it, but he had he had 17. Four out of your five players have 20 points in the starting five. Like, come on. I'm bro. telling you, they're looking like not a playoff team, and the only reason they probably will. Like you said, and my brother told me today, and it makes me mad, is because they're in the East. And I don't care what anyone says. That's not fair. You always say that about LeBron. No, it's true. This year is proving my point that LeBron would not. So, sure, let's say he gets one. He would have won some with Miami. Let's say LeBron would have had two anyways. He would not have gone to seven, eight straight ever if he was in the West. We don't know. That's that not sure, happening. Just because we don't know what team it would be on. What, would they, what do they need to do, Chris? What do they need to do? What moves? I don't know. They have to do move. something. I don't, well, Let's either either you let's, have a move or you're saying let's, that let's just, they need to sell everyone. LeBron won't waive his trade clause, so that means you're telling me that you know what, LeBron, I don't care how mad you are, we know you're gonna leave. We're keeping the Brooklyn pick, and then you have to ship off Crowder. You have to ship off it. At this point, uh, I'd probably be like, who wants Tristan and Shumper? Like literally, we'll take expiring contracts. Sure, and this one, I'm gonna keep Shumper and get rid no, of. No, they could just re. Listen, you say they'll make the playoffs, right? Some people are like, well, at they're, least we're going to the playoffs. Going to make the playoffs. Do it for Cleveland. Give us give, give the fans playoff games. Yeah, to do what? To get bounced first or second round? They're not getting bounced first or second Let round. Let me ask you a question. LeBron said it. You know this. You, you I mean, you're you're a fan of LeBron. Maybe not so much the Cavs, but LeBron. Do you you said at the beginning, is it not not just finals? Is it championship or bust? At this point, it's Eastern Conference Finals or bust. So then with that but, being said, Chris, you're, instead of bust, is it Eastern Conference or rebuild? Well, at this point, LeBron's gone. So you choose rebuild. Well, I haven't finished yet. Another point is, what's the goal of this season? Because Re- right now, the way they're playing, they're not get, beating get the Warriors. Get not, ready for life without LeBron. They're not beating the Warriors in a seven-game series. It's just not going to happen. They're not beating the Warriors in a one-game series, Chris. Unfortunately, right now, at this point, they're just they're not even giving effort. So I would first it's sick. I would start there. If you're trying to just do something, just give effort. The GM has a job. He could get fired too. I can see. I if, think they're scared of I what LeBron I can see thinks. if they were 32 and 20, 
and they were giving it everything. They were playing defense. They just couldn't stop. They're, the teams they were playing are just better. For example, the Warriors last year, they were just better. What, could, what, you want, what, what more could LeBron do? What more could Kevin Love do? Yeah, Kyle Corr could have made the shot. But realistically, the Warriors are just better. If the Cavs would have won, you had to play perfect games. If, like we said, even if they did play, play a perfect, perfect game, game, that might not have been enough because the way KD was playing, I mean, man. By the way, he had a quiet, it was 35. Like, it was the most, it he was the most effortless. He, didn't, he wasn't trying yesterday. Did he either. sweat? <laughs> no. But the thing is, <laughs> that just shows the greatness of that team. So LeBron's making a decision. Yeah, they can still win the East. I mean, realistically, they still are going to get Kevin Love back. He's arguably one of the top power forwards in this league. He will barbecue Horford, so I don't have to worry about that. LeBron James, no one has an answer for him. If IT can put up 15 points, and I think to JT's point, if you come off the bench and they play defense and they give effort, they'll come out of the East. He can't match up against the The only reason I say bring him off the bench because when he first came back, that IT-D-Wade combination was nice. It was. Like it was working. But I think And he Ty, can't hang with starting point guards. I think Ty Lue's so gonna I think the one trade that I think they should do if they do make a trade, spring Kimball Walker in. Trade IT for Kimba. Kimball Walker's better. Mike right? Mike won't do that. They, he probably they, won't. They said the thing is But they, they probably throw in that pick. They gotta he will. throw in the Brooklyn pick, and I don't think they wanna do that. This is my thing, Chris. But the cool y- thing you're is you're the GM, so your job's on the line too. Okay. You got Dan Gilbert breathing down your neck. Dan we Gilbert, know, man, he's bum, he's terrible. He is, but you know Dan Gilbert's I forget the young guy's name, the GM. I forget his name. Who they Kobe have. Altman. Altman. Oh, okay. Altman. You know he's in his ear saying, let's really look at this. Especially as this is getting bad. So they've had all the time in the world. They, the deadline is now. They've seen what they did and how bad it's been the last two weeks. It should literally make the decision easy. We are not only going to make it to the finals. We might not even get out the second round. With that being said, is LeBron going to stay if they get knocked out in the second round? Or even the, if you don't even get to the finals, is LeBron going to honestly even consider it? IT out here running his mouth, calling everybody else out. Is that helping? No. So, you know what, LeBron? Sorry, you might not like this. I don't care if you bash us, whatever. It's about Dan Gilbert and our broken relationship. Honestly, if I'm, you have a job to do. If I'm Altman, I don't care about that. I came in after all this drama. Why would you guys worry about what LeBron's going to do or what he thinks? Jalen Rose actually, no, it wasn't Jalen, it was Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce said, why does any of this matter? Why is everybody worried about what LeBron is? That has nothing to do with how they're playing right now. Has nothing to do with it, right? And that's why I say nothing. go get Kimba Walker. Because at least that's a new I agree with that's that. a new player. That's new energy. And also Or rebuild. He's six one. He's not gonna get barbecued. If you tell him to give effort, I don't see him getting But are you getting Kemba? Remember, if you're getting Kemba, you're probably gonna give that Brooklyn pick. Are you getting Kemba to give yourself a chance for just this year? And you're just like, well, well if when you, Lebr- if LeBron leaves LeBron's we're leaving. cheeks. LeBron's leaving. If you think about it, Kevin Love's still on the roster. So you have Kevin. So you're Love. thinking make a new core. They'll have a new core. It's honestly if the Cavaliers want to do that. That's what it comes down to. Do they want to They start... need to put LeBron off the equation. He's gone. Just yeah, that's l- not don't a worry about him. So why not just go and start now? You can if you can get Kimba Walker, if they say no, we don't even want the pick. Give us Tristan, IT, and Shumpert. Oh, I if you're Cleveland, you make that. You make that. You got new energy. Yeah, you lose a big. That's the only <laughs> actually, you can also throw in Nick Batum. Nick Batum and Kimba Walker for Tristan Thompson, Isaiah Thomas. And who is the third guy named? God dang. Iman Shumper. Shumper. And you'd probably have to throw in their Cleveland pick. You probably wouldn't. I can For do Batum it. also? No, he's, I don't think so. He's not Cheeks. He's not he's Cheeks. He's cool. But he can't. He's also hasn't been healthy, and he's been up and down this season. And yeah, it depends on what the money looks like. That's I have two. to see if the money matches. But and in that regard. If they, it could get that, I'd say that's that a good That team trade. could definitely still come out the East. If they play defense, they can make it a fun NBA Finals. If not, it'll be probably 4-1. Again, but they need to realize that a LeBron's gone. So, do you want to play for this year, or are you trying to think about LeBron and what he's doing? You shouldn't worry about that. It's either this year, the goal this year. You're gonna lose him no matter what. The goal this year is to beat Boston. Mm -hmm. You guys made a trade without consulting your other GM, LeBron James. (laughs) Uh, That's what they did. They didn't consult him. LeBron didn't even know until it happened. What you traded Kyrie, and I think the Cavs should have never did that. Yeah, Kyrie didn't want to play there, Chris. Okay, he's still under contract. 
You didn't have to do He's it. He's two years. He's not going to sit out two full seasons. He wasn't going to do it. LeBron and Kyrie were going to sit. The people saying he would have is are, crazy. Our ass are crazy. There's no <laughs> way. Rocks. He's getting paid millions. Of, I got a knee injury. LeBron and Kyrie were going to work that out. It might have taken a year. Okay, fine. I bet you LeBron will be back next year. If Kyrie, if they would have said, we're going to make this work, you two figure it out, I don't care if we're 10 and 20, they're going to figure it out. I know this. They'd have the one and two seed and be up by a lot of games if Kyrie were on the team. Probably. And You, they, you reverse that trade and keep the same team? And the thing is, come on, bro. Yeah, and bro. the thing is, I think they figure it out. And what did LeBron say to Kyrie after the NBA Finals last season? We'll be, we'll be back. back next year. Oh, Only by thing, the way, LeBron's, LeBron said, I'm sick of this. He 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 said he said Gio, I heard you. I don't need Kyrie. He step back, so. step back, game winner. Yeah, for, and and he had the game saving block. One forty, one thirty eight. He's yeah. back. All right, he's not back. I, I mean, know he never left. He, he never. He does this. He Sometimes. never left. <laughs> the re- literally, this might be this is a. Hey. hey, shout out to my guy Booby Gibson because I still think you were nice and no one gives that 07 team respect. That hey, all right, Chris. Look, you're laughing. <laughs> The 07 team doesn't look nice, nicer than the team right now. The well, 07 team beats this, this just, team. Just because they actually gave effort. They actually went out there and gave it everything. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. These With guys, Donnie Marshall, These Drew guys Gooden. are all veterans. IT acting as if he'd been there before. Nah, bro. <laughs> LeBron handled That's y'all. embarrassing. This could really be LeBron technically. Because everyone references like, the 07 Like I was team. telling this John. worst team. Like I was telling John. I mean, it's far-fetched, but, I mean, with the way that they're playing right now, if they continue the pace that they're on, could you imagine LeBron going to seven straight finals, eight straight finals, whatever it is, and not making the playoffs? When you look at this team, it wouldn't shock me. I looked at how they played all year. I've watched like all their I, games. For once, I they, can say this on record. They don't play. I would actually feel bad for LeBron because it's not his fault. I wouldn't feel bad it for him. It is his fault if because he, did, he constructed this team. He didn't. He you know, that's did. my biggest he knock on him, except for that, like he said, the Kyrie trade, I think was the first time they went behind LeBron's back and didn't console with him, and that's why this is even more sour for him. Because he's sitting there like, bro, you can tell. He's like, why do we have this little midget on her? The like, thing is, like, he can't stand just, IT. Had they just spoke to LeBron about it, LeBron could have defused the situation. He could be like, I got it. Let me go talk to him. To be honest, I don't think he could. I think IT was ready to go no matter what. You mean Kyrie? I, yeah, yeah, Kyrie. But I think Ky- LeBron, Kyrie, Kyrie was like the wife that was like, I don't want to be married to this douchebag anymore. Well, the thing but was, the but reason he would have got a better trade. I read stories. That's another thing. He wouldn't have traded. Had they trade they could have got Dame Lillard. I mean, Dame was like, shoot. I mean, JT, bro, I wouldn't mind. They could have they, they made the trade with Kemba. They would have got Kemba. You they could have gotten uh, PG-13. They could have gotten anybody, to be honest, for Insane. Kyrie. And sent Bledsoe to Indiana and they Kyrie to bro. The way that Phoenix. he's playing in OKC, also think, that's scary, bro. I think that be over. the Cavs organization is on full sabotage mode on LeBron. They well, I mean, could care less. They want to trade the man. I Gilbert, mean, that's how serious Gilbert he's Gilbert is at that point <laughs> hey, where he doesn't it one care. Of those t- <laughs> they just they don't. Dan Gilbert really like we're just gonna push LeBron. Bro, that, this is he's it. making as much money as he can right now. He's gonna sell the team within the next. If it's not if it's not this that's been season, rumored it's also. gonna be in the season. It's gonna be and the season. And that's after. where it all stems from. That summer, uh, this last past summer, they didn't even. And talk. I know LeBron's got that in his head. He's like, this guy's a sucker. Man. He is. He really didn't even consult him and say, hey, we're about to trade him. He just traded Honestly, him. Honestly, me really thinking about it, it's it's so bad. It's comical. I was talking to Dante on the way here. He literally said, it's I'm I actually it's <clears throat> it makes me upset, but I'm I laugh. It's so funny. It's comical at this point. It is. I was talking to my brother about it earlier. It's comical. Like, I'm waiting for them to be like, all right, we were just playing around. We're ready to play now. There's no way. It's self-sabotage from the top. Like, No, that's where it started. The Kyrie trade. Okay, can anyone tell me how the rotations work? So D. Rose walked away from the game for fake, came back. They play him for three minutes, and he's, like, technically the backup point guard. But all the analytics say Jose Calderon is actually the best point guard on the team. Because he's a point guard. He's not, bro. I'm he's not so somebody done with the Cavs, smaller, bro. He's not, he's not somebody. Where did Kyle Korver go? He actually had a good night tonight. But anyways, enough with the Cavs talk. We're gonna get to our favorite thing of the evening. Two minute warning. We got a lot of rap stuff going on, but nothing bigger than what Waka Flocka has to say. Oh, do you guys remember Flocka Vela? Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that album? I if do. you can remember it, my God, it's it was been, a while ago. Bangers. I liked it. True. If, 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 if you had subs, I mean, you're waking up the neighborhood. <laughs> Easy. JT, Two fifteens in the back. Served, you know, you waking up the neighborhood. I've always liked Waka. He's, you know, he's he's officially an OG. You have he he has respect. He has clout. He does. 
But now recently he is. Chris doesn't like what he said. I really don't. Flacavella too will raps God will solidify him as raps Godfather. That's Chris, disrespect. Chris, Chris, that's disrespect to Pac. That's disrespect to Biggie. Oh my God, as raps Godfather, he's crazy. I think. I think. I don't you think know he, what he meant though. I don't the, think he the means point it. Is, the point I, is, he at this is, point, that's disrespect to the Migos. Okay. All right, timeout. You got to be in the game long enough to have that title. So right now, who would that be disrespectful to? It'd be disrespectful to Snoop. It'd be disrespectful to arguably Hove. It'd be disrespectful. Arguably. It's no. All right, Gio, whatever. you just don't like Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm a... No, I like him. I'm, I'm just hard on Remember, Stephen A on you. As you guys see with LeBron, <laughs> hey, as you guys see with LeBron, stay look, off the weed. Look, look, greatness with, look, with great power comes great responsibility. I'm harder on great people, right? Um, so I said Snoop, Hove. Bro, Hove, all Hove has to do is Honestly, go. Honestly, the game's about five years away from being Godfather status. He's still kind of young. Five years? Game is. How old is the game? Game has been in the ga- game. The game has hard, been in bro. the game for like 13, 14 game's years, bro. Game's got to be in your top 10 rappers No, he, right but now. I'm saying the God, that Godfather role, he can. Okay, how many people can he be like, all right, like, hey, that's Unk. How many people would say that about him? Uh, Nipsey. Everybody, Everybody would Coast. say that about Snoop. Uh, Everyone would say that all about all the young Hope. rappers beneath him and on the West, bro. Everybody, what do you mean? Nipsey, DJ, uh, what's it? Nipsey. How about this? Eminem, who's been in the game longer than him, shows him mad love and respect. When you get mad love and respect from somebody like Eminem, you yeah, but that respect on Godfather bro. status. Okay, let's not get carried away with Walker. Fifty. You already know has nothing to say, but bro, there's so many people nah, who can't stand would, the game. Fifty would respect him because Fifty's all. So he, oh yeah, bet you Bun B won't. Let's go Beanie. Bun Beanie, B. Beanie, Beanie doesn't like anybody. Beanie's, man, he's corny. <laughs> Beanie's bro. washed he up. Yeah, he's he get on my nerves. He always hey, got something to say. Can we just put Beanie in the ring with somebody, please? For what? Just play Def Jam. Vendetta. Okay, but here, back to the point. The Walker, I you don't like what he said. The reason why he's, he's he's now in that the people we just named is he not up there with them? Like I have a seat at the big boy table though. No, no. let's let's what? Let's no. go back. Let's go back. He's still what? at the table at Thanksgiving with the cousins from out of town. Hey, he's not at the Cuddy table. Check this bro. out. Yeah, let's, let's go back to 2010 when he's his the album oldest dropped. dude at that table. Let's go back in 2010 it's, when his, that's my point. Hang on. Let's he's go back there. real quick in 2010 when he dropped this album. Oh, let's do it. Banger, hard in the paint. Banger. And you see Bro. Wayne remakes both of those songs and made them that much better. Okay, fine. No <laughs> no hands. Banger. Wayne okay. remixed it, made it that it's much better. It's been eight years. Let's not talk about Wayne because he wait, really is. Wait, wait, wait. It's been eight years. I honestly ain't heard a mixtape. Not that I've really been The last so, time I heard of Walker Flock, he was on Loving Hip Hop. And then he's wait, wait, on, he's on, featured on everybody's album. You, you're like saying who? you haven't heard who? him? Who? What album you listening to? Wait, who? wait, wait. You guys are telling me he hasn't... Oh, wait, I'm, wait, wait. I'm waiting for Ooh, you to tell yeah, me what, what you're featured too. on. No, I'm I'm just gonna be quiet and let you guys talk. I'm gonna say off the air on this whole time what I've been thinking. Nope. Okay, my I, point is uh, I'm I'm you disqualified. The, I, I'm off the podcast. It's been real. Uh, Chris and JT, take it away. All I'm saying is eight years. I don't even have a single from this guy yet. How about this, this album's coming out this year. Eh, a little scary. Jay Z put out more projects than Waka. And the thing is, and Jay Z like. Goes to Dubai for ten years, and the thing is, Flock Walker Flocka, he needs hard singles. He can't be he can't be Future dropping an album and that's just flame. He don't Future can literally no. just drop a mixtape tomorrow and it'd be hot. Not then, one but two. If you want to be that, yeah, he can do that. <laughs> Flo- Walker Flocka, I don't know if his if he don't. Yeah, I look at you. I want to say something. Yeah, you're off now. No, I'm gonna say it, bro, because <laughs> I probably sound super stupid. Because now I'm realizing that on air, I'll talk about God. Do you know who this whole entire time I'm saying Waka? But who am I thinking in my head? Take a guess. I don't know. Who are you? I'm thinking, thinking Chains this whole time. Oh well, you're. I'm, you're so, I'm turning your mic so off that's now. Why I, my mic you're is officially off. I, no disrespect. I take that back. Waka. Yeah. So I'm with Chris. Walker, no chance. No chance. No chance. I You're haven't... not a godfather. Matter of fact, bro, you, in my opinion, you've always been at the kitty table because you never put your big boy pants on to get to the cuddy table yet. So, matter of fact, he's at the table. He's you're, at the table. You're, you're, you with, got the number three seat at the cuddy table. So, it's over for Time him. Time out. Bro. Did you guys even listen to Triple F? No. Like fans, that, friends, and family? No. no. This is what I'm saying. Flaccavelli had bangers, like you said, put the subs on. It's booming. But no, he's never been a when, top 10. How about ever. this? When I don't care who it you is, you be at least top ten. Yeah, it was Wayne, but when somebody can take every single beat off of your hottest and make album and make those songs ten times better, how good are you? Yeah, Chris, uh, are you a w- Godfather? Off the Moon Rocks. Are you a Godfather? <laughs> or Stick the, to love and hip hop, or, or the great God brother to the mom. You know what really made me laugh about this? Gio really thought we were talking about two chains, bro. 
Hey, someone's gonna be like, "Oh, so you? Nah, I don't. I don't even smoke, bro. It's just I'm getting old. I'm admit you guys. <sighs> well, anyway, let us know what you I'm think about old. the Flockavella two album that's supposed to just drop out of this year. It's been unless he's been in the this whole time he's been in the lab like that. But this is the that's the, a the, big hold unless, on hold on man. this is the funny part that's astronomical. If, this, if it's not gonna make him the Godfather, but if this album isn't heat. What does everyone get to say? So you were in the lab that long, and this is what you spit out? How about so, this? Flocka, you set yourself up, brother. Fab puts out something maybe every four to five and years. fire. And it's fire. You don't hear he- from Fab ever unless you see him on TMZ at, like, New York Fashion Week or something. As soon as, oh, Fab got another soul tape, you're waiting for it. Yep. Bro, what's soul his calling card? We three. know Fab is in the fire. lab. <laughs> Fab's in the lab. We know it. When I- he's gone, are like, oh, he's cooking something up. Every time. My hope is that Waka Flocka really... Same thing his... with Chains. Chains being in the lab. Damn, Chains, I feel so bad. I should never mix you up with... Yeah, God. man. I might Do have... you guys see what I'm saying now? While I was like, what are you guys Yo, talking about? You got Apple Music? Yeah. Let me see your his. Let me see your uh, your uh, your playlist. Well, other than that, we'll catch you guys next week. Be sure to leave reviews. I don't listen to Waka. I can rate. tell you that. Or that is review. Rate. Subscribe to the podcast. And yeah, tell us what you think about Flockavella. Hit us up on Jukes and Hoops on the Twitter page. Are you guys excited for Flockavella too? I mean, how about this? I'm more excited. Saying it right, I, is it Flockavella or Flockavella? I'm, I'm, I'm more excited honestly, for the UW's recruiting class that that just came in today more than Flockavelli, Flockavella, sure. whatever. Shout out, sign us off. Shout man. out to Jamin Patu too. Shout out, shout out to the Dub number 15 recruiting class in the nation. Chris Peterson's about to get us that natty. We out. <laughs>